It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. It seems like every day, researchers, governments, the UN, really everyone who's just paying attention and worried about the future of the planet is sounding the alarm bells about climate change. The devastating impacts of human-caused climate change are happening now. If we don't act immediately, scientists say the consequences will be catastrophic. Heat waves, droughts, extreme precipitation, even fire. Delay means death. Meanwhile, thanks to a confluence of factors, including the weird pandemic economy we've been living through, a growing number of people are investing in cryptocurrency. Only problem is, crypto mining uses a lot of energy, which means more greenhouse gases, warmer planet. Just how much energy does crypto require? We're talking on the scale of countries. As of last year, Bitcoin uses around 91 terawatt hours of electricity every year, which is more than is used by the nation of Finland. That's Neil Dinesha, who covers tech and climate for Vox. He joins us now to talk about why crypto contributes to climate change and whether the industry can go green. Hey, Neil. Hey, Adam. I'm sure everyone interested in tech has heard a version of this question before, but why does cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin, use up so much energy? The short answer is that Bitcoin uses a protocol called proof of work, which basically means that in order to mine Bitcoin, you need to show you've done work. And the way you show you've done work is by putting in energy. People like to say they're solving complicated math problems. What they're really just doing is guessing at a, at a number on the blockchain. Whichever computer guesses that number first will win the prize of a Bitcoin. The way it works out is that if you have more computers, you have more chances of hitting that number and mining that Bitcoin. And to put more computers, you need more energy. And so as more people get into the Bitcoin game, more energy is just needed to compete. And I'm imagining these aren't just laptops plugged into a wall. Where exactly does all this mining occur and who's doing it? How do they make money? They're purpose-built, specialized, high-powered machines. And they're often sitting in what kind of look like, you know, server farms, a rack upon rack of computers that are just built for one purpose, which is to mine Bitcoin. Basically, the idea is that the more Bitcoin that can be mined using a unit of energy, the higher the profits. So if you have a more efficient computer, um, you'll be using less energy to get more Bitcoin. And so you'll be more likely to profit. So presumably there are some people out there who are crypto curious, but somewhat concerned about climate change. So they might just avoid Bitcoin on some moral grounds, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a very real climate argument against Bitcoin. Well, are there any efforts underway to make Bitcoin less damaging to the planet? Or I guess another version of that question is, is there another cryptocurrency that is a little more Earth-friendly? There are other cryptocurrencies which work on a different model, like basically a different code base, um, which works on a concept called proof of stake, um, which unlike proof of work, you don't need to put work and energy in to get a cryptocurrency out. What you do instead is essentially, it's sort of like a raffle. You buy into the cryptocurrency, you you buy some of this cryptocurrency using an established fiat currency like the US dollar, and 
you know, the more of that cryptocurrency you hold, just like a raffle, the more chances you have to win more of that cryptocurrency because every few minutes an algorithm is choosing someone to get more of that crypto. Proof of stake uses a lot less energy than proof of work does because you don't have all these computers that are just sitting around sucking up energy trying to mine Bitcoin. The kind of energy that's needed to run a proof of stake system is something like 99.95% less energy than a proof of work system. So, you know, the cryptocurrency Ethereum, which is the second largest cryptocurrency after Bitcoin, is considering a move to proof of stake for exactly this reason, because it would use about the energy of maybe a small town as opposed to a country. Still sounds like a lot of energy. What about better hardware? This is a thing that people in the Bitcoin world would like to talk about. Intel recently designed a chip specifically meant for crypto mining called the Bonanza Mine. And the idea is that it's going to be super energy efficient, so it'll use less energy. So Bitcoin mining overall will become less bad for the climate. The problem is, if you have a more energy efficient chip, the incentive isn't really to use less energy so much as to mine more Bitcoin for the same amount of energy. So what you get isn't really energy saving so much as just mining efficiency. It's sort of like having a drill that's better at drilling into rock. You're not going to spend less time drilling. You're just going to get more diamonds or gold out of the rock. In other words, if the whole point is kind of solving this math equation, which like the way you put it, it sounds a little bit like playing the lottery. You're trying to to guess a number. If the chip is better at doing that, it doesn't mean that it's going to use less energy necessarily. It's just going to get more Bitcoin for the same amount of energy. Exactly. And we've seen that again and again. You know, I mean, crypto chips have been getting more energy efficient year over year, but the energy use has just been going up. And that's because it just makes more sense to put in more energy and get more Bitcoin out. But this is going to keep getting harder, right? It, wouldn't there be a financial incentive to try to keep the cost of electricity down or the amount of energy being used down? Because, like you said, it's going to be harder and harder to squeeze more Bitcoin out of this rock. The protocol that Bitcoin runs on, essentially the, the math equation that people like to talk about, is designed to get harder and harder as more people enter the system. So you actually start putting more energy into it to get Bitcoin out. It just means that this efficiency just won't lead to any less energy consumption because you now need to start putting in more work to get the same amount of Bitcoin out over time. So this energy use problem is not getting any better. In fact, it's probably going to get worse. So how do crypto evangelists say that they're going to to deal with this and to, to address the environmental impact? Yeah, crypto evangelists like to talk about using renewable energy. They actually say that, I believe one person told me that crypto's energy use is a feature and not a bug because all of that energy use is just demand, basically. And so if you have demand for energy, you can afford to scale up renewable energy projects like solar projects or wind projects and say, we have a guaranteed customer for you. And they claim that crypto can also be used to buy access energy from the grid that comes from renewable energy. Currently, we have these occasional issues where there's too much renewable energy and not enough demand, and we just end up wasting that renewable energy. And so crypto boosters like to say, so this crypto can just solve that problem. I just don't think that's the best use of that energy, to be honest. It's kind of like taking a Tylenol after you've broken a bone. The pain might go away for a little bit, but the bone's still going to be broken. And here, the broken bone is that crypto uses so much energy in the first place. Okay, well, I guess it's time to mention the elephant in the room. Crypto in general, and Bitcoin as well, have been absolutely crashing in value. 
today, crypto prices crumble as recession fears grow. Well, the price of Bitcoin collapsed by almost $5,000 or 15% in just a 24-hour period. Crypto's market value has halved since its peak late last year. Is this crash going to have a, a big impact on energy consumption? That's a good question. I think the answer comes down to how big the crash is going to be. If this crash is a short-term thing, then probably not. But I think if the crash continues, if the crash gets worse, um, I can definitely see it having an impact on the energy consumption because as it becomes less financially viable to stay in the crypto business, you know, people might be forced out of business or they might just start rethinking their investments and deciding, okay, it's not worth putting money into the energy and the resources needed to keep up a crypto mining operation, that could totally lead to a re reduction in the energy consumption over time. Crypto crash aside, based on all this, how likely do you really think it is that crypto is going to be able to go green? You mentioned the proof of stake approach instead of the proof of work approach. Ethereum is supposed to do it this summer. Do you think we're going to see real progress soon? Yeah, that's a tough one. Ethereum's kind of an outlier. Like they've been saying for years that they want to switch to proof of stake and they've been having all kinds of hurdles. Realistically, crypto mining companies, particularly Bitcoin mining companies, they have a lot invested in their proof of work system and they're not likely to want to switch to proof of stake. There's also all kinds of arguments about the benefits of proof of stake versus proof of work and which one is better for security. There's all kinds of moral and ethical reasons that people have on both sides of the proof of work and proof of stake aisle. But I, I don't really foresee any kind of future in which Bitcoin at least is going to switch to proof of stake realistically. All right, Neil, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. This episode was produced and mixed by John Ahrens. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>